You are listening to the Type 9 Podcast, hosted by Levi McAllister, a show for a Type 9 by a Type 9. The podcast is brought to you by EnneagramPodcasts.com, where you can listen to all our shows featuring all nine Enneagram types. Let's get into the show. to whoever is going to listen to this. My name is Levi McAllister, and I am a type 9 on the Enneagram with a one wing, and apparently I've become the host of some form of podcast that exists beneath an umbrella that shelters a whole bunch of other podcasts as well all of the numbers one through nine on this thing and I am going to be real honest here I feel sort of weird about it but I feel better about it knowing that it's not really an informative or educational podcast per se although maybe I will have something to say that might uh, put a light bulb over somebody's head but that's sort of where I'm at in this whole process, so I sort of felt like I got invited by my friend Craig, who, whose kind of brainchild this whole thing was, to host the number nine podcast, whether that's once a week or once a month or whatever it ends up being, and at first I thought, well, yeah, that sounds fun. And then I thought, oh, wow, there's just so many people doing podcasts about things that they don't know a huge amount about. But, uh, well, not but. And that would include me here because uh, my, you know, I, I just got done listening to these podcasts about the Enneagram and thought, good Lord, what in the world am I going to possibly contribute? But uh, listen to Craig's intro and some of the other people who are doing this thing and uh, appreciated the way that it's sort of positioned, not as, okay, this is uh, for the sake of teaching as much as I'm a person who has this number and this is a life that I'm living. So that's kind of cool. And uh, Craig's whole thing on his podcast, which is the Type 3, was talking about how maybe it would be fun to do something that uh, didn't come from an expert, but just came from a person who's in the middle of learning, which would also define me. So, I'm here, and I am currently driving from Lubbock, Texas to New Orleans, Louisiana, I tour for a living, which is why I'm doing this drive, getting ready to go out on the road for a full month. I uh, occupationally live and perform as a human being named uh, Levi the Poet, and uh, so I guess that's a stage name or whatever. I've been doing that for 10 years. Uh, I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico when I don't live on the road, and uh, my wife, Brandy, who is also hosting one of these podcasts as the Type 1, lives in Albuquerque as well, and she is at home with our cat, Gilbert. 
Uh, as far as a little bit of history goes, I grew up in a evangelical Christian home. My dad was a pastor who uh, came to Jesus, I guess, in the Jesus movement or during that time. Uh, this happening in San Francisco and uh, got hooked up with the Calvary Chapel movement and Vineyard Church movement and then eventually started doing missions work overseas in Asia and uh, met my mom through one of those trips and that's sort of the context that my sister and I grew up in, only two of us and uh, my sister I think is a type one as well. So two of the closest women in my life are uh, in some ways I feel like so far opposite from me but it's also I'm learning more and more, especially as a nine, who I've just been reminded identifies more with other numbers than they actually do with their own. Uh, I can relate to them on a decent amount of things as well. So uh, the instructions that I have for this first episode is that it should be by itself uh, or I should be by myself. However, I'm sitting in a car driving right now next to another human being named Justin Lauer. Hello. Say hello. That is me. And Justin's a really good friend of mine, and he's also a nine-wing one. Yes. So, we're just going to agree with everything each other says. Yeah. And I mostly thought... Well, I'm not going to record this podcast while there's a human sitting next to me and just talk about myself the entire time. I'll still keep it that way. Like, I'll still just talk about myself, I guess, and give you a little intro. But Justin may chime in. Sure. And um, I've, I've chosen to take the liberties of doing said thing because even though I received a specific instruction from the creator of the Enneagram podcasts... Said creator is a number three who really loves not following rules and cutting corners on everything. So, even though it will drive him nuts, he will simultaneously appreciate the way that I have merged as a nine with his personality. So anyway, me and Justin are here. Um, Gonna have a great time tonight. Doing those things. Um, So as far as my experience with the Enneagram goes, the first time that I ever remember hearing about it at all, even though it may not have been the first time, be careful never to say anything too definitive, you know? (laughs) The Uh, first rule coming from... (laughs) I mean, that's not actually a rule. Uh, But the first time I actually remember hearing anything about it was in listening to a podcast by the liturgists and hearing a guy named Science Mike talk about his experience in this world as a nine. And it struck me as resonant hearing him talk about the way that he can be talking to other people while not talking to them. So what I mean by that is he talked about the way that he can seemingly be fully present in a conversation with someone 
as in body language is all there, he's making eye t contact, he's nodding, he's even responding and saying words. And other people feel as though he is fully present. Meanwhile, he's thinking about pizza, or he's thinking about a new episode, or he is not thinking about anything, but he's completely removed himself from the conversation inside of his mind and is somehow living life on autopilot. And I thought that that was fascinating because, for instance, I tour for a living, as mentioned, which involves a whole lot of talking to a whole lot of people. And I try to be present because I genuinely like people and I, almost every single show, invite folks to come back and talk to me and get to know one another and it's not just some, you know, merch ploy or monetize conversation situation where maybe I can get a sale out of someone. Just genuinely, yeah, let's connect before you leave, whether you pick something up or not. But what I've what I've caught myself doing is exactly what Mike described at separate times with separate people. So someone would be talking to me about something, and I feel bad at the end of the conversation when we've walked away realizing, oh my gosh, I haven't actually recognized or remembered much of what that person said. And it's not always the case. And now that I've been more aware of it, which is something that the Enneagram has helped me with for the little amount of time that I have been diving into it, is just a self-awareness and a general, uh, what would be the right word, Obser observantness. <laughs> about things that are around me. My wife is uh, very fond of letting people know how unobservant of a person I am, which is true. It's not a, uh, a passive, aggressive comment, but it is true. So the more I'm aware of it, the more I think that I'm able to recognize, okay, I have, I'm not actually present with this person. Let's rein it in where whatever otherworldly space I've gone to inside of my brain let's come back here. I'm still having a conversation with a person and let's be intentional about having one and not just, uh, receiving a whole bunch of information without actually returning the favor. So anyway, that was the first time that was the, I mean, and literally I feel like that. I mean, I, so that was the first time that I ever remember hearing something about the Enneagram that made me want to understand more about it. And it was intriguing to me because at least in that episode, they went through a bunch of different numbers. And I appreciated the fact that even though you can sort of stereotype and pigeonhole, the Enneagram doesn't really work quite like that. A lot of the numbers are connected in different ways. And I felt like there was more nuance to it, which being a person as a nine, and this is one of our attributes, who sees a whole bunch of different sides to every situation and plays devil's advocate on everything that someone might posit that feels too concrete was intriguing to me in and of itself. Uh, because I know in, in years past, you know, I've taken the Myers-Briggs and uh, Brandy's always kind of encouraged me and, and even asked me into my 
chagrin is that a word is that the right use of that word no i don't think it is either but to my uh to my regret, I never really honored her requests to do some of that self-exploration. Um, and part of it was just laziness, uh, which also is described pretty well through the Enneagram for the number nine, at least in unhealthy spaces when you can go to sloth and putting things off and feeling too tired to get something done or just procrastinating while simultaneously stressing yourself out about what you're procrastinating about. So I did all of that with the Myers-Briggs stuff and but but the other so that's that's my fault. The other side of it is that I was irritated about the fact that it seemed so boxy where it felt like okay, once you've got your four letters, that's what you are. And I sort of just felt like it was a perfect excuse that I heard people use to stay where they are. Whereas the Enneagram thus far has felt like a far more helpful and um, propelling toward change and health kind of a thing. And so I think that's what intrigued me the most about it and what continues to intrigue me about it because I continue to see a lot of truth in it and I know that maybe it's not an end all kind of a thing but it seems uh, to align well with the way that I view the world it seems not to contradict the uh, the convictions and the faith that I hold and I have found it personally to be very helpful in the ways that I relate with not just other people but also with my reflection I've found myself journaling at multiple points in time about the way that, at least in theory or in my brain, I feel like it has helped me become a more patient person or a more gentle person because I think that I'm able to see things in... I don't want to use the word gray because I don't really feel like it leaves you feeling like you're floating around in the air. It's felt more concrete to me than that, but spaces, I guess, in my own life where that I feel like I've treated with such magnitude or such a, a black and white kind of thought process where if I see something quote unquote wrong... I want to change it, and if I can't change it, then I'll beat myself up about it. I'll feel very condemned about it, which will then start to make me feel, you know, I I just, like, I turn inward on myself, I guess, to use uh, even sin language, like this this, uh, introspection that becomes unhealthy and uh, self-condemning. And I guess this has just helped me be able to maybe step outside of that. It's contributed to some self-forgetfulness or at least some self-awareness that has allowed me to... I still think the right word to use is go more gentle on myself and help with my marriage and other relationships. And uh, I'm able to sort of also understand a little bit more about the way that some of my relationships work, which is cool. It's almost like 
when you hear someone articulate something that you have felt for a long time but have never had the words to describe or the understanding to view those situations through and this seems to lend itself in helpful ways towards that does that make sense yeah as far as what to expect from this podcast going forward, I mean, we have all kind of been joking about it, especially for my number and the sloth that is associated with it. So even earlier today, I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it and even just get a little bit of a tutorial on the app that we're using to put out each of our separate channels beneath this Enneagram podcast umbrella. And the joke was sort of like, yeah, just make a draft and then I'll give you an example of how to use it and then you can put it up yourself. And then a year from now, when you do your second podcast, <laughs> I'll give you a refresher course on it. So all of that to say, I don't know exactly how often this will be happening. Uh, we have not set ourselves to a specific calendar schedule other than hopefully at least once a month getting on doing an interview or sharing a thought or a conversation and I would assume that for all of the nerding out that I have done recently in relation to the podcast and for the friends that I have who are also involved and honestly have been for way longer than I have we'll probably do it more than once a month but sure. I don't have a promise to give anyone about how often these things are going to be coming out as far as what I hope happens with the episodes that are released I honestly just feel right now the same way that I have always felt about any of the work that I've ever put out or any of the writing that I've ever released which has been um, maybe this can be something that is relatable maybe it can even be something that is helpful or redemptive in some way uh, and honestly I'm just in a learning process myself I'm fascinated by the stuff uh, I've been doing therapy and counseling and all kinds of things that haven't been related to the Enneagram but seem to be syncing up with the stuff that I'm learning there pretty well in addition to other practices and things that I'm uh, attempting to nail down and seek uh, not just help but health for uh, I like the idea of being able to work on things and grow in different areas not just when you're in a super crazy crisis mode. And so maybe this will simply be a part of my own journey of understanding as well. And as with anything, I would welcome feedback because I am not an expert and do not understand all of it. But thought this could be fun because my friend invited me to do it with him and my wife also committed to uh, hosting one of them herself and at the end of the day I think that was my core motivation for wanting to give the thumbs up was cool this could be something for me and Brandy to do together that might be a good time so we'll see how it goes 
I'm honestly not 100% sure what to say other than that for at least this pilot episode. I may just press the pause button right now and then maybe have another kind of a conversation where I just invite Justin in to be a part of it. That sounds good to me. Two nines coming at you for episode two. As far as episode one goes... (laughs) I've spoken for 20 minutes and said absolutely nothing. Welcome to the world of the nine. Thanks for listening. Feel free to send questions or ideas or feedback to type nine at enneagrampodcasts.com. And make sure to subscribe to the show. And if you would like to support this collective, head over to enneagrampodcasts.com and find out different ways to support the shows.